Meanwhile, at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair, Victor Timely and Ms. Minutes have a moment in his laboratory. I'm going to work you nine to five, Victor Timely, if you know what I mean. Actually, I I, I, I really don't know what should be. This is the first time I've seen like a hologram before. I'm just, I'm from 1893. I don't know what's going on here. It means my clock parts are working parts, if you catch my drift. Oh, you know, when I actually betrayed the other girl for you, that was not like a romantic gesture or anything. Did I? Did you read the room wrong? You see this number nine right here? Right yeah. here? Uh-huh. That's my breast. Oh, God. See this number three? That's the- my other tip. Okay. Oh, no. What's the six? And you see this number six? Oh, no. What is it? It's my... Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm not really into that. Actually, I think I might be happy. Touch it. Touch the six. I don't want to touch it. I think I'm plagued with something called a, a homosexuality. It's a sin You know when time. people say, mind your six, they mean touch my Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. I can smell it. Oh. It smells like time, right? Oh, and God. Oh, my God. No, get off. No, let go of my finger. Oh, no, don't make me do no, it. Oh, no, keep it there. Keep it. Oh, oh no. Oh, 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 that oh, feels good. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, think I'm, I think I'm coming. I think I'm coming. Oh, no. I think I'm coming. Got a cigarette? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 277 of CBQ Legacy. That's comic book queers, in case this is your first time listening. And if it's your first time listening, I'm your host, Evil Jeff. And with me, as always, is Brett. Hi, and it's your, if it's your first time listening, I'm so sorry about that Miss Minutes sketch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but hey, it wasn't that far off from what really happened in this week's episode of Loki. Which we'll be talking about later, in addition to a number of TV shows like Doom Patrol, which is back, and Gen V. Yes. Are there any hot topics? What's going on with you? How are you, Brett? Oh, I'm doing well. We're okay. It's Halloween soon, so we're thriving. We're in our element. Um, what are you going to be for Halloween, Evil Jeff? Well, I went to a party last night, and I was like a teddy, oh. a, a teddy polar bear. A, a teddy polar bear. Yeah. Uh, walk me through what you wore. Well, I lo- I had like a fuzzy, like a white fuzzy vest. I wore long johns, like white long johns. And okay. I had big fuzzy, I had fuzzy animal feet and okay. a big fuzzy white vest and then a fuzzy okay. bear hat with ears. And okay, then I cute. painted my face as a bear. So what was your so it story? Looked, it Were looked you... very teddy berry, but because it was yeah. white, it was definitely a polar bear. Were you like a sentient teddy bear, like a toy come to life? Or Yeah, I then started trying to talk like Teddy Ruxpin because some people were, ch- everyone wanted to be like, but what bear are you from? Like which TV show or what yeah, like, toy? What fucking teddy polar bear are you? Yeah, and I was like, I'm the one from my mind. So then people I was like, a story. They knew would you like to hear a story? Like I was just oh. like, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Um, but next week for a big Halloween party I'm going to, I am going to be... Um, I'm just stealing. I, I was dressed as someone from like Jane Austen. I was like a Jane Austen man, yeah, like that type yeah, of like, like, a, like Regency, like male yeah. 
outfit. Yes. And so I'm going to dress with, with a top hat and a long tailed, uh, a red long tailed coat. I kind of almost look like a ringmaster, but you could be uh, a ringmaster. Yeah. So that's probably what people are going to think I am. So maybe I'll just say that. But yeah, yeah just it'll be do fun. That. Yeah. Okay, cute. You could like paint like a twirly mustache on your face and be a ringmaster. Maybe, but I don't have a whip and I feel weird going around asking for a whip. You don't have a whip? No. Does Joe? <laughs> no, we're not. We're, that's not our You're not, thing. Yeah. No, no. Plus, I'll t- no, but I'll tell you this. The joy of, of spanking a butt is using your hand. Yeah, right. A the whip. You're not getting... Contact. I also, I have a thing though with Joe and he always gets mad because I will admit I am obsessed with his butt, which, you know, he's, he's my fiance. So he has to deal with that. But I also smack his ass all the time. Uh But there's a thing when I smack his butt, there's a certain sound. This is the OCD in me. There's a certain sound it needs to make. That you need like, to achieve. Yes. And if I don't do it, I need to keep doing it till I you make do it the over. sound. Yeah. And Joe sometimes is like, stop it. The first time when you hit it the wrong way, it hurt. And I'm like, well, I have to make the sound though, or I won't feel right for the rest of the evening. <laughs> it's so OCD. <laughs> yeah. It's like how I have to like, you turn the lights on and off. It's like, no, come back here. Let me yeah. smack your butt Five, again. Four, three, two, until one. it makes yeah. the right sound. <laughs> oh, well, Joe's butt better start cooperating. No, it is. And he's been uh, working out more. So his butt is getting even bubblier. Oh, nice. So, yay. Yeah, my husband's going through a big workout phase right now. And yeah. I'm real happy about it. Yeah. I will say there Not is a point, matters. though, as someone who's like, you know, um, you know, gave gave a gave a dollar a few to a stripper and touched booties. Yeah. Um, when they're too muscular, I don't like it when they're hard. Oh, like I don't when agree. It's all muscle. You need to have some. Oh, I give. love that. The best oh is God. a guy who basically has been doing squats and got it all big and dumpy, and then was like, "I'm going to take like three months off." Okay, sure. We're talking butt. Yeah, we're talking butt. Yeah, yeah. That's the butt I want. Oh my God! Yeah. And then sorry to pause. Just we're talking about butts. Um, I just found out there is a new bar. If you come to visit me again, I'm I taking will. you to the butt uh, bar. It's called. It's downtown. It's called the New Jalisco Bar. Ooh. And it is a Latin bar Ooh. and they have gorgeous Latin strippers. And basically yeah. you sit at the bar and just make sure you have a lot of singles and the strippers actually come up to you and grab yeah. your hands. And as you give them a dollar, like you, you just get to touch the beautiful bodies and beautiful booties of these strippers. Oh, there's a few places like that here. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. But this yeah. one, it's like every man is, is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And that. their butts are out of control. That's what, that's how I'm going to live when I'm old. I'm yeah. just going to hire yeah. a bunch of those boys to just walk around my house. <laughs> our house i'm assuming my husband will still be there <laughs> you're gonna be one of the oh and then you're i always hate that idea of those like topless maids and stuff because it's like it was the person just like sitting there beating off while you're cleaning yeah and then you have to clean that oh god no thank you we should talk about the x-men how about it hit the okay. music i was reading x-men comics in a cocktail bar that much is true. Yeah. X-Men. Three X-Men books to talk about. Let's, We've got... Let's talk about worst to best. 
Worst to best. All right. So they are Children of the Vault 3, Astonishing Iceman 3, and Invincible Iron Man 11. That is correct. That so is do you the want correct to start order. With, actually, the one I've enjoyed, the one I enjoyed the least out of those three, my dear. Yeah. Astonishing Iceman number three. Well, I feel both of them are just like not giving. Astonishing Iceman, it needs to like go somewhere. Here's the idea. The idea that Iceman, he can only stay corporal for a certain amount of time outside Antarctica with Romeo. And the whole plot of this book is like each each issue, he can stay corporal for like five more minutes. That's not enough of a plot moving forward for me. No, it's not. Sorry. And we're running out of issues. I think yeah, like, let's move it on. Five? Let's have him. This is all leading to him being able to be in human form. So I let's mean, just hope. get to that. Let's get to it. Cut to that. Because maybe, you know what I don't want? Here's not only gay Captain America, gay runaway Captain America of the rails. I can deal with that. But here's like, oh, here's a bunch of people who got mutant tattoos and it's a whole new superhero team. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, I mean, we're dangerous and close to ink care yeah you know well, who gave them those tattoos powers. was it exactly. was it the it's guy who the gave inca's tower the same guy but then i'm just like what is it like who are, we're never going to see any of the, those people again i don't care focus on Iceman. there's so much that you could be dealing with there's so much that you could be doing and it's just like uh-oh i'm gonna have a little fight I mean, there's parts yeah. I liked where it's like, oh, he got shot with the same thing and instead he chopped his leg off. So I he and then seeing, hit him with the leg. That I was good. The beginning, that was good. I liked the beginning where Iceman was walking at the bottom of the Antarctic Ocean, picking up sea urchins to cook for dinner for Romeo. I loved that. Ugh, I didn't. I hate urchins, sea urchins. They taste oh, terrible. God. There's nothing else to eat in Antarctica. Okay. You're not going to eat penguin, you monster. Have you had uni at a sushi no. restaurant? It's not great. It just tastes no, like it's mush. Not great. And I, if I was Romeo, I'd be like, can I get some cable in here? Like, can I get some, not the, the X-Men, just like literally, can I oh. watch some TV? Can I get the internet? What are you doing? Are you bored? What is he doing all day? He's looking at his emotion meter, which I, that And whole here's thing. the other thing is like, I love Joe and all, but if it was like, hey, you're just going to have to live in Antarctica all the time. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would, have I would love it in New York, but I know, wouldn't it be, I mean, that would be interesting if he comes back and he's just like, here's the deal. I'm kind of like not feeling this anymore. And he's like, but then I'll dissipate. And he's like, yeah, I know. Mm, don't make me feel guilty. <laughs> like I want something more interesting to happen. It's just not, it's One just thing I will say, though, not interesting is, enough for me. I do love that there's this emotional core of this book, which is this very committed relationship between Romeo and Iceman. And yet you still have Iceman hitting on every single <laughs> like muscular white guy that he saves. Yeah. and But that's the thing is that's how gay men are. But I do wish a lot things were just explored a bit more. I think there's just it just feels very surface level. Me too. I The one thing I did love about this book is these characters who got their, these background characters, these victims who need to be saved, who got their powers from the tattoo artist. Um, I do love Big Eyes. Her power is just to make her eyes really big. Yeah. Love that. 
I just love the way she looks. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's like, now what? But why? Whatever happened to iGuy? Was that his name? Yeah. Was he killed? This one had by, eyes um, everywhere. Wasn't he killed by Nature Girl? Or did he come back after that? Nature Girl kills him at some point. But I'm sure he was resurrected. I guess unless he was... Yeah, I mean, we. I don't think we've seen him. Nature Girl killed iBoy in the Unlimited X-Men Green stuff. Recently or early... Recently or after? Recently or early on in it? Like midway through it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I guess that is okay, but uh, but yeah, I I always saw I was I liked what they were starting to do with him of how he was getting really powerful. Yeah, me too. But anyway, we're not there. We're here, and next week Iceman is going to meet up with Spider Man. Who doesn't love that? Yeah, where's Firestar, the traitor? Oh, we we know where she is. Yeah, she's traitor. hanging out with uh, Doctor Stasis, choking right, on her coffee, choking. Choking down her lies. <laughs> Should we talk about um, Children of the Vault? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Really? So, what are you going to do with that? Okay. I thought it was really good. Oh, I love okay. Cable and Bishop's dynamic. That's I fine. I thought the story became focused on the virus, which was great rather than just like the Children of the Vault as a general threat. I liked the virus. I liked the depiction of the virus. These tearing family members apart all of that love that classic fascist misinformation um i liked the fight i thought it was cool that they brought dominion in there was a lot going for it this time who's dominion which one was dominion the dominion the whole thing that this oh the idea of the dominion yeah. right yeah seraphina can see it oh she can, can see right. whoever it is i still am just like i don't I just don't, I don't. I'm like really it. interested in the Dominion and I, that kind of was what saved this book. I was like, Ooh, you're tying into the bigger picture that I like. But okay. that's the thing. They're not tying into the bigger picture. They're mentioning the bigger picture. They're mentioning it. If, if we erase children of the vault, like if this was like a time Warner show and we erased it for tax purposes, it would make no difference to anything. <laughs> and that is my main problem with it. It's yeah. just it's pointless. Even like Ms. Marvel, all of that's relating back to Orcus and relating back to X-Men. Like this, I don't see like what it's almost like we need to get rid of these children in the vault. So here's a little short story about well, how we're gonna get rid of them. Yeah, that's true. I don't disagree with that. I also think though that this is bringing out like bigger tech corners of Orcus. We've got the whole Orcus base on the sun in this book. I liked that. That's you don't really focus in on that in other books. Yeah, I mean, I do like the idea that now Orcus and uh, the children, and the of, children the vault of the Vault are, are becoming enemies. I like that, and so now With they're going to start Bishop battling like each like other in the mix. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like the dynamics at play. I like the stakes. I like it. It's still, it's still just, it's a no for me, dog. All right, let's hit <laughs> Invincible Iron Man number 11. Yes. yes, this is what it is about. I just love. We I have Emma Frost and Tony Stark on their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Who's that designer that Emma's bathing suit reminded me of? Terry Mueller, Muggler. Mugler. Let me say that. Mugler. Yeah, 
she's just given it. Yeah. And so this one, basically they're on their honeymoon, but it's all a ruse for him to get his invisible Iron Man suit and go on to Krakoa and sneak into a room and steal some Mysterium. Hell yeah. But lo and behold, there's also a sentient gorilla who's there from Orcas trying to steal the Mysterium. They really run that these apes have PhDs joke from early X-Men yeah. <laughs> to the ground in this issue. Um, I just love that they are in their honeymoon suite before Tony leaves for Krakoa. And Emma is like, hello, uh, room service. Would you please send up a bottle of champagne and an omakase dinner and a chocolate volcano cake? Ciao. Got to keep up appearances. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> also, is Good. that how you say that omakase? Have you had those? I think so. Yeah. The little omelet things. Um, an omakase is like chef's choice of sushi. It's like oh, a multi-course sushi. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. of something else. There's like this Japanese... Is it Japanese? Yeah, it's like a Japanese dish where it's like an omelet with cabbage and meat, and it's all oh, like fried together. It begins with an O. Anyway, it's okay. fucking delicious. Omelet? I don't know. I'm hungry. No, it's a Japanese an word. Shut up. It's a Japanese word. Omeletta? No, I don't know. Um, um, uh, what else happened in this? Oh, I also liked how he kept saying that he's not Stark. Like he was like, I'm not, you don't know that I'm Stark. I'm not Tony Stark. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a, just, you know, it's a big fight with Tony and a gorilla. What I do love though is the, Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Finds. It's Okonomiyaki. That's the word I was oh, thinking okay. of. Gotcha. And Okonomiyaki. It's delicious. Okonomiyaki. Sounds good. Um, Ca- Japanese Tony cabbage pancakes. Okay. Tony finds um, Mysterium, but he also finds something else he finds like kind of like a scrapbook with her daughters. The Stepford Cuckoos made a little like photo album scrapbook called for mom. And this is so Emma Frost. Tony's like, I found this thing. Do you want it? She's like, no, it's physical evidence. I don't, I don't need it tying back to me. No, just leave it there. It belongs with the rebel. No, she shuts it. She shuts her emotions down, denies herself. Yeah. Any sort of emotional validation. And he's like, all right, I understand. Won't do it. Here's the other thing is it shows you he leaves and it says, but uh, someone is protecting him on the island. So is that Xavier? Yeah, I think that's Xavier. So I'm curious if like, but Emma knows Xavier's there. Yeah, which is Is she not telling Tony Stark that Xavier's there? I feel like... I think Emma's whole thing is like, get in and get out. So I don't think she's telling Tony about anyone he could possibly socialize with. But I'm curious if she's told... I bet you she did tell Xavier like, hey, watch his back because we have a plan. Oh, for sure. Probably. Yes. Um, Xavier and Emma are very much like secret allies during this thing, which is great. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of doing the thing. The thing I, the one thing that was missing in this is I still, I still want them. I'm just still scared. I want more visible, tangible evidence um, on Emma's side. I want a note. Right now, I feel Tony Stark is falling for Emma. I'm not. Yeah, he's we, making gestures because later on we see he does save. He saves that scrapbook. For he her. gives it to Doctor, to Doctor Strange, Strange for safekeeping. Yeah, so and it, beautiful. And it turns out he has the Mysterium, 
and he makes it into a cane. Here's one thing that I'm, if no one can break or chip this Mysterium, how is he- How are you gonna make it into a suit of armor? How is he making it into a suit of armor? That's exactly what I'm thinking. I guess that's the same. You could say the same thing about the shields and the vibranium and adamantium. And adamantium, yeah. But that always is always, it's the same thing about like, how do you like, you know, stick a needle into Superman's arm? And right. uh, it's, but anyway, he leaves that scrapbook with him. And so we can yeah. see Tony Stark is feeling stuff for Emma Frost. Yeah. I want to see something. I want to see her starting to sway in her feelings. I want to see her getting, yes. and this is what how I want it to happen. I want it to be like, it's going to be one of these things where they're in some sort of battle. And then he's like, look, we did it. We killed Phylon. You can. And she's like, or I guess we. over. She's like, I guess we can end the marriage. And he's going to be like, or maybe we don't. And then they kiss. And right as they kiss out of the rubble of the thing they blew up is Cyclops. And he's mm. like, Emma. And then she like mm. turns and sees that he's alive. <gasps> I'm like, oh, tell God, me I'll that die. would not I'll be die. good. I have, I have chills. One thing that's going to sway Emmy, Emmy, uh, Emma toward Tony is like when she finds out that he saved the scrapbook, like that's what it takes. That's what I do have a feeling that when she sees the scrapbook, she's going to be like, oh, she's gonna be like you fucking care. He cares. For I'm me. feeling some he, tingles in my, in my he cares for ice me. cold heart. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I like is he takes this vibranium cane. Not only does he give it to oh, Dr. Yeah. Strange, but uh, Ms. Marvel can't Magic break it. Fuck with it. Ms. And Marvel then he uh, tries to see it. if the spidey, the spidey sense can't detect it. Which I think Which is, is a really wild. cool. That's a really cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, a little scary. So remember, Mysterium comes from the white hot room. Yes. I wonder, like, this is all like white hot room centric. I wonder Everything what's gonna so happen. Room. I wonder what's gonna happen to the white hot room. I don't know. There's something else I want to bring up in terms of like how this is all gonna wrap up. Remember when Monet and Forge went to nowhere. Yeah. They used the Krakoan gates to go back in time to nowhere. And then like while they were doing their trippy like time travel, space travel, black hole travel stuff, they saw Polaris standing on top of an asteroid like doing something. Yeah. All that. Well, like I want to know where all that is going. Or, was like, that in the future? So was that, that was in the future? They were like. I guess I didn't think about. Like, I didn't think about whether that was something that they would follow up on, but that would be cool. if they I do. think it, it must be like it. There, we still have like manifold. Manifold's got to do something. The nowhere thing has to come into play. The Polaris vision has to come into play. I want all this stuff to happen. But first, television. Why don't we hit the music of things we watched? I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. All right. There's a lot of a stuff. Lot of stuff. Lot Is there of anything? Things. Is there anything I want to just briefly talk? Is there anything you watched that maybe I didn't that you want to talk about? There's something that yes. we'll talk about next week, but um, well, we got to talk about something spooky. Okay. I just watched the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Some is movie that, a that movie? came out this year. It was a movie that came out last year, this year, maybe 22, 23, I think 23 starring, um, Chris Messina and not really starring Chris Messina, starring, starring, um, Young Melanie from Yellow Jackets. What's her name? Sophie Turn. Sophie. 
I don't know so, what her name is. The one who plays young Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Right. It's her. She's great. So she's in this movie that's not great called The Boogeyman based on a short Stephen King story. It's on Hulu right now. It is about a family that is grieving at the loss of their mother figure. So, you know, it's very Babadook, right? The monster is like, as soon as they're like, we lost our mom. I'm like, okay, the monster is grief. Here we go. And so it's people trapped in a house with a boogeyman who feeds on fear and hate, not hate, uh, you know, sadness, trauma, all that. Um, this movie is about a thing that lives in the dark and is afraid of the light. What is the one thing that nobody does in this movie? Turn, Turns turn on a lights, fucking light. Turn the lights on. Not one. <laughs> like... There, not one scene in this house does somebody turn on a light. I get like, I, I guess I missed a line where somebody's like, "The power's out." Yet you're plugging shit in like televisions and video games and Christmas lights, and they're working fine. So what's the problem with the lights? And why aren't you turning a light on? That was me watching the whole movie. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Two stars. Ouch. Look elsewhere for your spooky. Um. I wanted to bring up something. It's not spooky, but it's superhero. I oh, started watching. Um, I started watching a superhero K drama. <laughs> oh my god! What is it called? Well, there was originally one from a few years ago called Strong Girl Bong Soon Ho, and it's just about this girl who's like boy crazy. Oh my god! I'm like boy crazy. Oh my god! I'm in love with my cop neighbor. I really want him to notice me, but on the side, she is like crazy super strong like rogue like crazy superhuman strength okay but she's like trying to like hide it <laughs> oh no because she doesn't want people she doesn't want the guy she likes to think that she's stronger than him oh, but anyway that. but that's <laughs> real but anyway uh she ends up beating a bunch of gangsters in front of this really rich guy who's being um he has a hit out against him so okay. he's like hey pretend to be my secretary but really be my um, bodyguard and then they fall in love but he has to convince her to not be in love with the stupid cop anyway that was the first one they just had a new sequel just released called strong girl nam soon and this one is yes. basically showing um a, a young girl her mom and her grandmother so it all it's like the strength goes in line of the women okay and it's just showing each of them have superhuman strength and they're battling bad guys but also they're all boy crazy and they're all like just trying to even like, the grandma fuck yeah, the grandma finds this like old 60-year-old barista and she's like Yes, golden. And she's bachelor. like, she's like, I'm gonna get him. Like it's it's really fun. But there's just a lot of things where just watching a grandma, like someone was like parked in her parking spot, and the grandma just like takes the car with her one hand and like lifts it and throws it out of the way. It's just really Good. fun. It's fun, superhero, romance, really hot guys. It's cute. It's fun. Strong cute, Girl Nom Soon. And it's on Netflix. Okay. How about we talk about something spooky that we have watched? Although you've probably watched further along than I have. I've we only are talking, seen... of course, about Mike Flanagan's Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Fall of the House of Usher. I've only seen So you've two seen episodes. the first two. Yes. So you've seen... Okay, great. So this is a show that takes a narrative about the downfall of a family where basically a member of the family dies one by one, but each episode which centers around one of these deaths is also based on an Edgar Allan Poe story. 
So it's not just Fall of the House of Usher that they're doing. They're doing all of them. Yes. The Raven, the Telltale Heart, Murder at Rue Morgue, uh, I, the Black Cat. I could do this all day. How many have night. you seen? How far into I've seen you? four. Okay. Um, this also, the other thing about this show is this show is very gay. Oh, very gay. It's oh, yeah. He has six kids. Half of them are queer. Yes. So absolutely. work. Yeah. Work. Yes. Um, it's a and, modern, it's modern horror. Yeah. And also, can we just take a hot second to talk about yeah. Carla, what's her last name? Gugino. Gugino. She She looks amazing. Looks she is 52 she years old. Girl, Spy and Kids she was like 25 is, years ago. I know. She and, and and Troop Beverly Hills was 30 Hello? years ago. She looks 30. so good. Troop Beverly Hills is almost 50 years ago. <laughs> Shut up. Troop Beverly Hills was like 1990. So that's like, okay, 34 years ago. She looks amazing. And when you get further in the episode, you're going to see she's got some real campy range to her. Yeah. And her acting talents. It's great. I am still like, is she, I'm, I'm, I'm still, cause basically in the fall of the house of Usher, um, there's a guy, Roderick Usher, and it's supposed it's loosely based on the people that made the opioid family, the people who yeah, made all the, the opioids. Yeah, those pieces of shit. Yeah. And and it seems like within a it seems like it's just within a week all of his children die. Yes, basically. And it looks like each the first episode's kind of explaining, but after that it looks like each episode's gonna go in one by one and show the death of one of the children. The death of yeah. each of the children. Adult children. Yeah. And it looks like they're being followed around. Um, it looks like the person that's killing them is this ghost or or somehow or is she malevolent demon figure called Car uh, uh, called um, called Carla Gugino called Carla Gugino. <laughs> her name is uh, her name is Verna. Verna. And so my thing is, we still don't know yet whether I still don't know yet is she a ghost of someone that was wronged. By Roderick's yeah, character, yeah. or is she just like a demon? Like, who is she? Why is she, she doing is this to him? In so in the, in episode two is where we have our first death. Episode one is set up, but um, that is based on the story, the Mask of Red Death, where the original Poe story is about um, a plague happening in the world and yes. the upper class, particularly this one nobleman, this baron, let's call him. Uh, he has a big party where he locks all these other noble folk. High so society, that everybody can die of the plague while all the noble people while they're live. safe inside. Um, but then all of a sudden, a masked figure in like a red robe and a skull mask uh, walks into the party. And then as that figure is walking through the party, all the noble guests yeah. are dying of the plague yeah. as that figure moves through. And so we see something very similar in the climax of this episode. Similar, but I'll say maybe more horrific. Well, here's the deal. He's like, I want to do this big thing where I do sprinklers on everybody. He being Prospero, the child. Prospero. Because he wants to throw this huge party to Not kind of child, prove that he can be. Because every, every son 
every child gets their own business when they turn a certain age. Yes, and they his have to business, pitch their father. He wants to like run a club, and they're like, "You're just a kid. That's a stupid idea." And I mean, the if father I was, and the sister are like the old father and sister are like, "Yeah, no, no." Yeah, if I was an adult billionaire and my child said that, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> By the way, pause. Speaking of the father's sister, Mary McDonald, who Battlestar is, who Galactica. Shines. She shines in she's this great. show. Yeah. Well, she's always great in, in everything. Always great. Scream Oscar 4. Oscar nominated. Scream 4. She was not given enough in not Scream 4. Not given enough in Scream 4, but I'll tell you where she shines is that Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dances with Wolves. Dances um, with Wolves. And honestly, Kate Siegel, who I usually can't stand, I kind of like her in this. She's not great, but she's fun. She's really fun. In yeah. This. Her, her episode is next. And so they kind of get her out of the way quick. Oh, and, no. um, she's, but her episode is fun. Talk about queer. Yo, I, Oh yeah. She fucking, uh, that, oh, oh wait, four, four of the kids are queer. I forgot. Cause she has sex with both of her assistants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love it. Yeah. They, they just all live in the same bedroom. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's crazy, but Prospero is like at the end of the party, there's going to be sprinklers and they're using like this old warehouse that has been condemned by the companies for having toxic chemicals. And they're like, oh, right. there's no water. And he's like, oh, there's like a bunch of liquid stuff up there. Just connect that to the sprinklers. So immediately he I'm noticed, like, what? Yeah. They're setting something up. Like what they, they keep like ominously clo- like doing close-ups of the sprinklers. So you're like, oh, fuck. The reason he thought of that is because he noticed the water tanks on the roof because he saw Carlo Gugino, her figure, in a red robe and a mask standing on top of the roof. Yeah. But my thing is, is you 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 wouldn't like go up and look and see that oh, it's not, not sludge. It? No, you're not going to check he's it. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's a, and he's so a, he they connected know, to it and it's just like hydrochloric acid. So literally yep. everyone is just melted. Is so it was gross. a high concentrate corrosive that his father was hiding from oh, the EPA. I do need to ask you something though. Frederick yes. Usher, Prospero gets Frederick Usher's wife to come to it. I can't yes. tell if she died or not in it. No, she's alive. She's the survivor at the end. Is she so burned? Like, oh, girl. Yes. She's oh, one so that like Mark like reaches out to Mark Hamill on from the ground. Like, uh, and he's like, there's a survivor. Oh, so I haven't watched that episode oh, she's yet. That's fucked. the third. That's that's the third episode. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. She's alive. She is fucked up. Oh shit. She's fucked up. But then that leads to Henry Thomas's. So his she's married to Henry Thomas's character, the kid from ET. Yeah. Who I think is always my favorite who's always my favorite part of yeah. the Mike Flanagan stuff. <laughs> and this is no different. Um, but yeah, his whole plot line is kicked off because of what happened to her. Okay. Wow. So it's great. I, it's uh, fun. I like one, it. I like it. I also murder at the room morgue. I need to look yeah. up because for me, Mask of the Red Death, I actually, I actually performed that one in oh. forensics. Um, oh. And then the, like the Raven, I've read a bunch. The House of Usher, I've read a bunch. But the Rue Morgue, what's the one? The Telltale Heart, I've read. But some of them, yeah. I, I kind of want to read up on the stories yes, if I'm not what I do 100% before. before I watch the episode. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I do I feel know. Joe isn't as excited when we're watching it. And he has read no Edgar Allan Poe. And I think yeah. me being loving Edgar Allan Poe really helps your enjoyment Absolutely. of the show. 
It, it definitely adds. Yes. Definitely. Spooky, spooky. Yeah. Spooky, spooky. Love having a Flanagan during the spooky season. Yes. What else uh, are we watching? We also, uh, well, let's hit Gen V really quick. Sure. So they find out Kate is our traitor. Mm-hmm. They have a reckoning with her. Kate, the blonde telepath, yes. has been erasing her friend's memories at the behest of the school. So now all of that is out in the open. I feel like the group is united again. Uh, she yeah. made everyone remember. As soon as Emma remembered Sam, she went and got Sam. Uh, Although they then beautiful sex. Yes, but then they get caught in her brain and everyone kind of sees everyone's trauma to kind of yes. put everyone on an even playing field. It's a very cool inside the head of one of the characters episodes where they literally are inside the brain of one although of the, the guy who throws all the parties is stuck in there too and he just gets murdered in the middle of and it. he gets murdered by her like imagine figment of the imagination um golden boy yeah yeah and and i love how in the end they're like okay everything's good i'm like that guy whose house you're in right now is dead <laughs> like yeah. everything's nobody's not that cool thing about him no one's gonna say nothing nope nothing <laughs> Unreal. But yeah, it kind of ends with everyone is together now and we're like, we're all going to fight against the adults. And the adults have figured out a way to weaponize the virus. Yeah, which is just like on Sam. uh, Joe sent me a tweet where it was like, isn't it funny how um, the boys is like this really dark, satirical take on the Avengers and the Justice League? And Gen V is pretty much just... X-Men, like rated R X-Men. Oh yeah, this is X-Men. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, just X-Men. Justice League Avengers and X-Men. <laughs> but uh, it's not doing, but I think the problem is, is is because Justice League and Avengers, it's that golden age where everyone is good and true of heart. X-Men was never that. Exactly. So, you, so, so you've got that juxtaposition of like wholesomeness versus the They never had that. that. Yeah. So them doing the disgusting stuff, you're like, the X-Men was already there. X-Men was always this. Um, X-Men was always yeah. exploding dicks. Always. But for me, it's, but now the whole virus thing, it does, I always hated the legacy virus. Yeah. So, and it's such a, it's such a trope of the X-Men. Yeah. The so virus. I'm not excited yeah. about the, this Gen V virus thing that's happening. Yeah, me neither. Because someone we love is going to get it. But anyway, I'm still enjoying it. I like it. It's fun. I really like the show. I think it's fantastic. So. What should we talk about next? Should we talk about Loki? Sure. This Uh, was the first one where I was like, all right, shit's happening. Happening. It's focused. That's like important. Like Like, shit's happening that like matters. Yeah, exactly. So we've got. Finally, we visit Ravona Renslayer and Miss Minutes. They are on the run through time. They have traveled to a... uh, And it's always interesting when they indicate whether something is the sacred timeline or a branched timeline, which they do whenever they have the marker of like the year and the place. It always says whether it's the sacred or a branched. And I love that. Was this a branched? branched, This is a branched timeline of the World's Fair. And they are going to a variant of Kang, who here is uh, Victor Timely, named after Timely Comics, what Marvel used to be called before they were called Marvel. And um, they're going to use this variant to basically recreate He Who Remains, turn this variant into He Who Remains. Yeah. 
And Miss Minutes reveals quite a bit, uh, not only about like the backstory um, of just like things overall, but also that she she has a libido and and she's also kind of in love with Kang. And as soon as she gets a little jealous of Ravona having a moment with Kang, they fucking betray her, throw her she over, rid of her. throw her off the boat. Yeah, And they're like, let's go back to your secret laboratory. And as you heard in the beginning, Miss Minutes is like, oh, yeah. Why don't you turn me you. into a woman? Yeah, turn me into a woman. I you love know you. what I could do to you. Fuck. She like for- wraps herself around a mannequin to have like a feminine figure. Oh, my God. I did not see this coming. Well, you know who else? Know who did see it coming? Miss Minutes. Who? She's coming. Oh my God! All over the place. Who Buckets. plays? Who I plays Ms. Minutes? Tara Strong. So, do you feel that? Um, do you feel that she's going to? But I mean, Tara Strong is just the a voice actress. Do you think they're going to give her? I feel like I this mean, is leading to her getting a she's body. Like the voice actress. Although, um, have you heard? Maybe. Have you heard? What? She's like super anti-vax. Oh no, Tara Strong? Yeah. Tommy Pickles? Yeah. Oh. Bubbles. God. Yeah, she's kind of like going right wing QAnon crazy. So oh. it happens to like one of every five celebrities. So I oh I think they're probably gonna give her a body and then it will be a different voice. But Yeah, yeah. Or it'll be like um it'll be uh I I can't think of an actress who hasn't already been in the MCU. It'll be um Jillian Anderson. Oh, <laughs> but um, anyway but yeah, this one was, uh, was cool it was straightforward like we're seeing um, like, that's going on so you have creepy Ms. Minutes wanting to fuck and yeah, then meanwhile Sophie shows up and she's like no I have to kill all the variants and Loki's just like can we like not kill him because we need to make sure we save the TVA and she's like fuck the TVA and he's like but if we don't save the TVA it'll blow up and then all the branches blow up so like Sophie's being stupid are you saying Sophie or Sylvie? Sylvie. That's what I mean. Sylvie. Sylvie's being yeah. stupid. And yeah, the also, other thing is, like I still don't understand how her universe is still there. Th- that also doesn't make any sense to me. So evidently, like on the screen, even though it looked like all the branches were destroyed, it, it's there is a number that's like how many universes are remaining. I'm like, OK, like, could you make this more clear? That's my rant. Okay, but sometimes you're just like, let's just go with it. Sure. And move on. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, but it's still great. It's still a great show. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Yeah, um, and this ends with, of- yeah, this ends with Kang. Sylvie, agree- uh, Sylvie agrees to not kill this version of Kang, and they all go to the TVA, and then they shove Ravona and Ms. Minutes to the end of time. Great. Sweet. Which is probably where exactly where she wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's going according to plan. Ay, ay, ay. Um, something that happened spontaneously, though, that you and I were not aware. Yeah. Is the return of one of our favorite shows. Oh, that's right. The Doom, Doom Patrol Doom is Petrol. back for its final episodes. Yeah. Getting it out of the way. 
Did you watch all three that that have been dropped? I did not. I just watched the first one and the very beginning of the second one because I was like, I was hoping because I had to like run and record this. But um, I saw the first episode, they finally took everybody's longevity and they brought Brought um, back Immortus. Immortus, but Immortus showed up as the bitch that um, what's her nuts? Um, Gomez, what's her character's name? Um, 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 Diane Guerrero's Crazy Jane, not Crazy Jane. Michelle, no, Michelle Gomez. Madame Rouge. Madame uh, Rouge. Madame Rouge. Thank you. That Madame. It's the girl Madame Rouge fell threw into the hole, right? Not, yeah, when Madame Rouge was using the time machine, she knocked I, that girl into the time hole. By I did not get. Is that her, or is it? someone taking her form or yeah. what did she fall into the time hole? And then she ended up becoming a mortis. Does, does that get explained? Did you watch all three? Of course. So yeah, you watched the whole thing. Yep. Oh God. And does it end it like knowing that the whole thing is going to end? Oh, there's three left after this. Oh, so it's not, it's every episode hasn't aired yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, it's going to be, a, it's a 12 episode season. And after six was the mid season finale, uh, hiatus. And now they're doing seven, eight, nine. Um, she's also, she's not just the girl that Madame Rouge knocked into the time hole by accident. She's also the girl. If you remember when they did that play, the play. Oh yeah. She's like the nemesis. The, she was the one that played of Elastigirl. Um, yeah. Yeah. She hates, uh, what's her name? Rita Farr hates her. Yeah. Her name is Isabel Feathers. <laughs> and then the, like for the three episodes, you've got Elastigirl going, oh, Isabel Feathers. <laughs> Here's Sorry. my complaint about this show. Yeah. They need to give Elastigirl a little more. I feel like yes. even this first episode, she's like, oh, I'm the worst. I can't do anything. Everything's yes. awful. I'm going into the other room because like I'm going to die and I just hate everyone. And I don't like you. I'm just like, this is getting annoying. It is. Yeah. And like, they don't really, I mean, you definitely have the sense that they're kind of rushing through these episodes a little bit to like end it. Um, but you don't see much like she, she slogs through that kind of rut for a few episodes and it does get a little old. Pardon the pun. She lost her longevity. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, still fun. I will say episode, the episode nine. Yeah. It's a musical. Oh, yes. With Brendan Fraser and Matt Bomer, like in it. Oh, yay. Like in it, in it. Yeah. And I screamed. Love it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really good. It's back to form. It's so great to have Doom Patrol back. It is, it, I'm reflecting on just, we're so lucky to have had this show in our lives. Yeah. It's a great show. And I also like from the end of this episode, it looked like the the whole team, including Space Case or whatever her name is. And Dorothy. And Dorothy are also there as well. So I I like that. And that's how they're finishing these. these, They they don't separate anymore. They're all together all the time, which is fantastic. Love it. Yeah. Really, really good. Really nice to see Matt Bomer singing. So get to that already. And we'll have a good time. Yes. That's all we got. It is. We were supposed to watch some more spooky stuff, but I need to catch up. There's a lot of stuff. This is like, it's like September, October. Totally killer. 
Yes, I'm going to watch that. I also want to watch, uh, was it Talk to Me? I need to watch Talk, Talk to, to Me. me. Got to watch Talk to Me. Don't watch The Boogeyman. I won't watch The Boogeyman, but I need to get these like, oh, it's like there's just 5 billion shows to watch. I know. Well, I'm going to drop. Did I did I talk about Becky and Wrath of Becky? Yes. Yet? Yes, you did. Okay. You have to see those. Well, they're really gory, so I don't know. I've seen on TikTok, I ended up someone posted almost the entire movie of Wrath of Becky. Oh, and I ended up watching oh, it through amazing. a bunch of series of TikToks. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, the actress who plays Becky, she was in episode one of House of the Fall of Usher. She was like teenage Madeline when they buried the mother. Oh, and right. The mother came back to life. Yeah. That's Becky. Yeah. She's great. Lulu <sighs> something. Well, that's it. All right. We we're full it. of tri- trivial connections in pop culture like that. Like like our new favorite final girl. She might be in our new favorite Halloween show. Like we're picking these up. We're picking these things up. Stay tuned. Stay with us. Yeah. And and then he, Wolverine might be coming out. That's the big story where I'm waiting for. What? Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman says he's releasing a memoir where he'll be honest for the first time. Oh my God, I'll die. Huh? I'll die. I'll die die if Wolverine is gay. I'll die. I know. But that also makes me wonder, does that mean he went to those underage Brian Singer parties? Oh no. No, he's too good. I know. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. Good. Me too. I'm looking forward to more adventures of Emma Frost and Tony Stark. I am looking forward to um, Cyclops being a free man one day. I am looking forward to understanding who achieved dominion. I'm looking forward to Kitty getting more revenge. And I am looking forward to you picking up a comic book and reading it. You know why? (gasps) Why? Because if you read comics, well, that makes you queer. Queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.